0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student-athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry.
2: From Ellensburg, Washington, to Nampa, Idaho, and from Burnaby, British Columbia, to wherever it is you may be listening, welcome to GNAC Insider, your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. On tonight's program, a little later this evening, we'll be joined by Simon Fraser University Athletic Director, Teresa Hansen. Northwest Nazarene's men's basketball head coach Paul Rush will join us a little bit later. But at the top of tonight's program, joining me on GNAC Insider now is Central Washington University Senior Women's Basketball Standout Sadie Menzing. Sadie, thanks for joining us tonight from there in Ellensburg.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me.
2: Last year, you led the Wildcats 12 points a game, a little better than 12 points a game as the, uh, as the team finished fifth in the GNAC. This year, you are off to a tremendously hot start at 5-0 and on the season. What has turned last year's fifth place team, which was a solid unit, into the one that right now is one of three teams and only three unbeaten teams left in GNAC women's basketball?
3: Well, this year we definitely um, have been putting more of an emphasis on our defense, so that's definitely been helping us a lot, and I think overall we're just like out there, like just wanting to have fun and play together, like we really want to share the ball and just get excited for each other's successes.
2: A lot of teams talk about that fun aspect, that uh, teamwork and togetherness aspect, is that something that develops as a team plays together over multiple years?
3: Yeah, I think um, it just has a lot to do with like the culture of the program. And um, I mean, it can be like a good, like, i mean not like a flip of the switch, you know, but um, it's just something that we've been really bought into this year.
2: When you say we want to have fun, how does that play out on the floor and in practice?
3: definitely just getting excited for each other about like every little thing, like someone gets get to end one. Like we're screaming in each other's faces, like high fives all around, like anything like that.
2: All right. As you say that, that certainly gets the team and the, the players uh, currently on, on, on the bench into the contest. But when you are the player who has fouled, hit the shot and is going to the free throw line, what does, and you have this happen in your case what does that mean to you to be on the receiving end of that kind of cheering? It definitely just
3: makes you feel good, you know, like your team's excited for you, everyone's excited, so it definitely just really makes you feel good and supported.
2: Does that make it easier for a player, then, to go up and, and hit that and one?
3: I mean, there's always, like, a little bit of pressure, you know, but... Um, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. When you feel I don't support- think
2: so. Well, I guess that's what I'm asking. When you feel more supported, is it easier to play hard and easier to play loose than if uh, if the team is a little bit less uh, less vocal in support of each other?
3: Oh, absolutely, for sure.
2: Yeah. Well, last year, as we mentioned, twelve points a game. This year, you were named to the GNAC preseason All Conference team. Talk about that selection. Were you surprised? What was your thought when you found that you were on the GNAC preseason all-conference squad?
3: Um, I mean, I know that I've always been a hard worker. I felt really, like, honored uh, to be recognized for that. That made me feel really good and just made me, like, excited for the season.
2: Well, and you should be because, again, as we mentioned, your team off to a 5-0 start. You say a lot of it has to do with the fact that the Wildcats there in Ellensburg are playing really, really solid defense. But as that is the case, you're also playing some pretty solid offense. All of the victories, save for one this year, have been by at least 12 points, if not more, And uh, you can go back to that game you had on November 10th against Stanislaus State uh, where you won by 35 points. So you talk about the defense being a key. What is this Wildcat squad doing offensively that is making it so effective on that end of the floor as well?
3: Um, Just kind of what I touched on before, like we're really sharing the ball well, doing things like driving and then kicking to the open player and just like being more unselfish. Um, Like, we don't care who scores. Like, we just want to score. So, yeah, we're just, like, moving well on offense and playing well together and, like, making the extra pass for an even better shot.
2: Sadie Mensing from the Central Washington University women's basketball team is joining us. And, well, the Wildcats, they get set to tip off GNAC action uh, this week. And uh, right out of the gate, you're going to get a test. Alaska Anchorage, the third-ranked Seawolves, coming to Ellensburg to take on the Wildcats Thursday night in Nicholson Pavilion. Tip-off there at 7 o'clock. If you're in the Ellensburg area, get out and enjoy that game. But uh, this is going to be a battle of unbeatens. What do you know about Alaska Anchorage, and what will the Wildcats need to do to come out on top?
3: Well, Anchorage has always been a team that, competes and plays really hard um, like on defense they're really pressuring the ball um, looking for steals all that kind of stuff so I just think if we're just like confident and stick to what we know like be be calm and play together and just focusing on like getting one stop at a time and then getting another like a score and a stop and a score.
2: Now this game is part of an extended a homestand that the Wildcats have to begin the year. Matter of fact, you're not going back out on the road until mid-December. The six-game homestand will continue through December the 10th. When you get to start the season, particularly a strong GNAC season at home, and you have the opportunity to sleep in your own bed, eat in familiar surroundings and this and that, does it make uh, having to uh, adopt any Tweaks or, or changes in the system. Does it make it easier to do that while you're at home early in the season than if you were having to do this while out on the road?
3: Yeah, it's definitely nice, like you said, to be able to sleep in your bed and like we all have our little routines. Um, so it's way easier when we're at home to like go to, like you said, where we usually eat or the, stuff like that or like make food at our house.
2: Yeah. Now, like along be in our train room. Sure. Well, along those lines, it also makes it easier to go to class. What are you studying at Central, and what's your area of major?
3: Uh, Right now, my major is mechanical engineering and technology.
2: What is the the career path for you with that degree?
3: Uh, I'm not entirely sure what exactly I want to do with it, but um, Mm -hmm. definitely more on the design aspect of engineering. Um, preferably being a part of, like, bridges or buildings, stuff like that, because I really like math and numbers, so something like that.
2: You're a native of Snohomish on uh, the west side of Washington State. You went to Glacier Peak High School. What was it about the central program or the university or a combination of the two that drew you to Ellensburg?
3: Uh, Well, for one thing, just about the school, I really liked um, being on the east side of the mountains. It's always super sunny over here, and I like that a lot. Um, The winter's cold, but it's still fun. And then I really like the community of Ellensburg. Like, um, we get a lot of local support, and then our athletic community is really good and supportive. And then as far as basketball goes, I just felt uh, really wanted here, and I really wanted to go into a program and, like, make a difference, and I felt like this would be the best place for me to do that.
2: Well, you are making a difference. You are helping the Wildcats off to a hot 5-0 and start, including uh, the 82-70 victory in your most recent contest against Holy Names. Once again, Wildcats in action Thursday night against the University of Alaska Anchorage. A battle of unbeatens in Ellensburg, Thursday, 7 o'clock in Nicholson Pavilion. That will be one to get out and watch without question. Well, Sadie, we really appreciate you having uh, some time for us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Continued individual success for you on the basketball court and certainly in the classroom as well. And uh, good luck to you and the Wildcats the rest of the way this year.
3: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
2: Sadie Mensing joining us from Ellensburg tonight, where she is a star for the Central Washington University women's basketball team. Well, GNEC Insider will roll on on this Tuesday night, and we will do so right after this timeout.
0: Get a game-changing education at CWU. Class size matters. And here, classes are small, taught by award-winning professors who know your name. Get hands-on experience in real-world settings, where the rivers flow, the mountains preside, the winds are harnessed, and the sun is warm.
1: Your success is the focus and measure of everything we do. At CWU, we teach. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry.
2: And back on GNAC Insider, I'm Robert Lower, your host. Glad to have you along as we turn now to our GNAC weekly wrap-up. Last week, men's basketball, Northwest Nazarene stole the show and owned the state of Idaho, for that matter. The iDogs tipped off their week last Tuesday with a blowout of College of Idaho in the Mayor's Cup, then upset Division I Idaho on Friday night in Boise. In women's action, three teams remain undefeated heading into the opening week of conference play. Number three, Alaska Anchorage took care of two solid opponents in Florida Tech and Hawaii Pacific at the UAA Thanksgiving Tournament, while 10th-ranked Northwest Nazarene went down to Southern California to pick up victories against nationally-ranked Azusa Pacific and Biola. Central Washington also improved to 5-0. and on the year after taking care of holy names last Tuesday night in Ellensburg. And that is what happened last week around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. GNAC Insider will roll on on this Tuesday. We will come back with more right after this timeout. GNACSports.com
1: is your 24 7 resource for all the latest on the Great Northwest Athletic Conference schedules, results, standings, statistics, and more for all 11 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC.tv. With more than 60 areas of study to choose from, Northwest Nazarene University guarantees that you don't have to settle for a major that's anything less than your true passion. NMU graduate Chad Larson's goal was to find a program that would help him achieve his dreams. Majoring in engineering at NNU gave him the prestigious opportunity to do research with NASA. While a student, Chad worked internationally and experienced pursuing his studies in zero gravity, not once, but twice.
2: Ten years from now, I hope to have obtained my Ph.D. and then begin pursuing a career at NASA where I'll be on the cutting edge of science.
1: Thanks to the education he received at NNU, Chad is well on his way to fulfilling his dream by working to obtain his Ph.D. in engineering. It's not too late to find out which one of our majors you will love. Your program is waiting at Northwest Nazarene University. Call 467-8000 or visit nnu.edu today.
2: Well, it's my pleasure now on GNAC Insider to welcome back to the microphone the athletic director at Simon Fraser University, Teresa Hansen. Teresa now in her 17th year uh, leading the clan varsity, I, I should say in her third year leading the 17 clan varsity sports. She took over the program in the year 2015 and has since led those 17 clan sports and that's a lot of sports. Teresa, thank you for joining us tonight. There's a couple of sports I want, to, uh, I want to concentrate on, but thanks for joining us once again. Well, thanks very much for having me again, Rob. Well, now the sports I wanted to focus on for just a moment are cross-country, men's and women's cross-country. The reason I bring that up is both teams qualified for nationals after strong finishes at the NCAA West Regionals earlier this month back there in Billings, Montana, this Saturday, they are going to be in Pittsburgh for the NCAA Division II Championships. Are you going to have the opportunity to travel to Pittsburgh to watch the uh, the Clan in action there?
0: You bet I am. I'm leaving the team. Uh, the team left yesterday, and uh, I am. Or no, sorry, today they left. They left this morning, Tuesday morning, and I'm leaving on Thursday, and uh, I'll be there to to cheer them both on.
2: What are the expectations for the team at Nationals? Certainly, they are running well. They're flying high after that great performance, as we mentioned, at the West Regionals. Is there a chance that the Klan could bring home some hardware from Pittsburgh? I know that's the hope. Do, do they have a realistic <laughs> chance to bring home some, some hardware? you know i think they
0: do i um uh, you know in talking with Britt towns and our coach she's she's certainly um you know confident they can be uh top 10 top 10 finishes both the teams and um but you know it'd be really nice if we can get a, a top three in there but they are running really well you know touch wood um, you know injury free right now so that's always you know you always worry about that in the cold and everything but uh, they're running well they ran really well at the west regionals um, and uh, so we're really looking looking forward to a really exciting event
2: well again back there in pittsburgh as well have you ever been to the steel city before <laughs>
0: I have not. I have not. So I've heard it's going to be cold. I heard it's going to be rainy, just like here. So um, I'll have all my my appropriate outdoor gear.
2: (laughs) Well, you anticipated my next question, because I was going to say, maybe the weather conditions there in Pittsburgh may be somewhat similar to to what you have there in Burnaby. Could that maybe play a little bit into the Klan favor as well?
0: Well, you know what, I think so. You know, I'm a a huge believer that uh, in order to win the big one or do really well at the end of the year, you need some luck along the way. And, you know, the weather here, I I think, is very similar to what they're going to find in Pittsburgh. And I also think, you know, last or two weeks ago when they ran in Montana for the, uh, you know, at the regionals, it was minus two Celsius and snowing. So, you know, they're they're used to that outdoor cold weather and uh, I think I think that will play to their advantage uh certainly coming up this weekend.
2: Teresa Hansen, athletic director at Simon Fraser University is joining us here tonight. I said there were a couple of your athletic squads of the 17 I wanted to touch on. The other is on on the hardwood, basketball. Men's and women's basketball teams both off to really good starts. Men four and two heading into the start of conference play women are four and one what uh, what has uh, contributed to the the great start for both of those programs
0: well, you know, I think, you know, if I start with uh, women's basketball, uh, Bruce has done a really good job recruiting. He's got, he's got a great mix of some veterans, you know, third and fourth year players, as well as a really great group of, of, um, of freshmen. And, you know, his style is, is they play really hard. They shoot the three. They're very, very difficult and tough on defense. And it's played well in their favor. So, you know, they had a great uh, tournament in uh, Alaska. They, you know, beat Hawaii Pacific and also Florida Tech, which is, you know, that was a close game but they came from behind to win and I think a lot of that really is their shooting and their just tenacious defense so um, you know I just I was just over in our gym watching the start of the game against Western Washington as our conference opener so uh, it was 0-0 when I left and and hopefully it's going to be in our favor when I get back there. (laughs)
2: Well, when you say Bruce, Bruce Lankford is a longtime head coach there at Simon Fraser University and somebody I've had the opportunity to to interview uh, several times over the years. He is really, a, a, I would say, uh, just the atypical coach. And the fact that he is low-key on the sidelines, uh, doesn't seem to, to really ever get flustered, uh, is able to make great decisions and, and great adjustments on the fly. I, I've been very impressed by him over the years. Uh, there at Simon Fraser University, and once again, it looks to me like he has a, a good, uh, a good unit that he's putting onto the floor. Let's flip that around now and talk about the men's squad. As we mentioned, they're four and two as well, so they're uh, they're also playing playing great to start the year. Why is that?
0: They are too, and you know they've got some new faces as well. And um, you know we lost we lost our leading scorer last year with uh, Kadar Wright, and uh, so you never know how the team you know regels and stuff with with new faces and and uh, and others stepping up. But there's are certainly Steve Coach Hansen's got him uh, got them working really hard. And uh, I think uh, one of their most thrilling games was the the um, the comeback come from behind to beat Humboldt State uh, a couple of weeks ago, and that was a really really great win on our hardwood. So we host did that tournament um western washington was here humboldt state and um, minnesota state moorhead so it was a really neat tournament it was a great start to the year and um i really hope that uh you know that they're going to take that into conference play starting this weekend and have a really great season
2: Now, as an athletic director, and again, we are talking with Teresa Hansen from Simon Fraser University, as an athletic director, certainly you you have these sports, and I've mentioned it a couple times now, 17 that you oversee now in your third year there. But saying that, your your job is far more uh, detailed in so many other areas. And and one thing I wanted to talk with you about is the the first phase of that uh, student-led stadium project there, there at Terry Fox Field. The students, uh, through uh, the funding to some $10 million, are going to help see uh, coverage seating there at Fox Field by April of the year 2020. There's going to be 1,800 fans there that are going to be accommodated easily. Other new conveniences there at the facilities, a a media center there as well. How excited are you? And again, we are still a, a little ways away. But how excited are you to a see the students really get behind athletics under your tenure now certainly, and b the fact that you're going to have a, a brand spanking basically new facility to to showcase some of your teams at uh, in just uh, well April 2020 right around the corner frankly.
0: Yeah, you know what? Um we're we're super excited and um I'm really proud of our students and uh you know the referendum that they had several years ago now was to build both a stadium and a student union building. And the student union building is coming to fruition. I believe it's opening in the spring 2019 and uh, and our stadium's going we're going we're going to start digging ground on uh, in January. So we are so excited and you know it's been 50 years. We've had 50 years of football 50 years of soccer and we haven't had a stadium. Um, to watch the game. So everyone is really excited. And, you know, we have a really great opportunity here to, to connect and re-engage with some alumni. We are we are um, putting together a fundraising strategy so we can make it, you know, put on those all those extra bells and whistles that we need. Um, so, you know, when all is said and done with the increasing, you know, construction costs, we're it's $10 million from the students and it's about 8 or $9 million from the university. So it's a significant investment in our students in student life and certainly a huge boost for athletic programs so we're we're really excited
2: i know that you've seen the the artists renderings and the and the construction drawings and all those kind of things uh is this stadium just going to be a, a state of the art in terms of uh in that area and in terms of maybe uh, canada as a whole? <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know what? I think um you know a lot of people say that our Lorne Davie's complex, you know, the, our, our huge athletic facility is is an iconic um facility when you when you if you've ever been up here and you drive up the mountain, that's the first thing you see when you come around the corner and you see Simon Fraser University and this stadium is going to be right in front of it with state of the art roofs, state of the art press boxes. It's just it's going to be um even more iconic. I really believe that. In terms of stadiums in Canada, you know, it's not you know, it's not going to have you know, 10,000 people or 5,000 people. But I think in the, in this phase with 1,800 fans, it will be, it, it's a game changer. And it's a really huge game changer on our campus for school spirit. So we're, um, like I said, you know, we're really looking forward to it. Um, and now we need to plan what that looks like over the next year and a half during construction. Uh, we, yeah. we won't be able to play any games. You know, we'll be able to practice but um so we're just working on that planning right now. But you know what? All that little short term pain is gonna be long term gain, that's for sure, when all is said and done. <laughs> Well, (laughs) that's why I keep telling the coaches, right?
2: (laughs) Well, it's it's true, and we have had many construction projects, Bellingham, Ellensburg, uh, other places Mm -hmm. around the the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Uh, They have all been just stunningly beautiful and finally completed. I know there has been a lot of sleepless nights from for some of the athletic (laughs) directors and things as they were taking shape, but certainly in the end. They are well, well worth it, and I, I, I tip my hat to you and just say, uh, congratulations on, on seeing the students supported. Congratulations on the and the great year the basketball teams are having, and good good luck uh, in in Pittsburgh on Saturday. I, I really do hope that we see Simon Fraser in in the top three in one, if not both of those races. So travel Thank safely. You so much. And i I would look forward to talking to you next week about maybe uh, bringing home some of some of those uh, some of those uh, trophies. That would be very, very cool, But until we talk again, and I know we will have a great night up there in Burnaby, and thank you, Therese, again for joining us here on GNAC Insider.:
0: Thanks so much, Rob. Great to chat with you.
2: Teresa Hanson, Simon Fraser, University Athletic Director, joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. uh, We'll be back with more on tonight's program, which we will right after this timeout.
1: Remember, if you don't catch us live, listen to GNAC Insider over iTunes or at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back.
3: When I first came to SFU, I thought I knew exactly what I wanted. When I got into my second semester, I suddenly wasn't so sure what I wanted to do anymore. So I started to explore a little bit. Archaeology, communications, history, even theology. And then I decided to go on exchange to France for a year. I was an orientation leader for a year, became a community advisor in residence, helped start a choir, I even took a rowing course. After SFU, I have lots of possibilities of what I could do, but whatever I do, I know I'll be ready for it.
2: And back on GNAC Insider, I'm Robert Lowry. Time for us now to take our weekly trip around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Coming up this week in volleyball, Western Washington will be in action in Pittsburgh this week. at the NCAA championships continue, the Vikings will face Tarleton State on Thursday at 1130 a.m. That's specific in the quarterfinal contest there as the Vikings look to advance to Friday's semifinal and Saturday's national championship match as well. In men's basketball, 10 contests are on this week's slate as conference play gets underway. 5-0 and Northwest Nazarene will be in action two times, visiting Seattle and Lacey to face two of the league's top teams in Seattle Pacific and St. Martins. In women's basketball, the regular season continues with 11 games this week. Number three, Alaska Anchorage, will be at Central Washington and Northwest Nazarene on Thursday and Saturday, respectively, while the 10th-ranked Nighthawks will host Alaska and Alaska Anchorage to get their conference schedule started. In cross-country, seven GNAC teams and four individual conference student-athletes will be in Pittsburgh this week for the NCAA Division II Championships. The men's race will begin at 8 a.m. Pacific time Saturday, and the women starting at 9.15. Now remember that for the latest in the GNAC throughout this week and throughout this year, you can go to GNACsports.com to find news, stats, standings, and so much more. Also, you can connect with the GNAC through social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GNACsports. And that is going to do it for tonight's edition of GNAC Insider. I want to thank tonight's guests, Simon Fraser Athletic Director Teresa Hansen, and Central Washington University women's basketball standout Sadie Mensing for joining us. Also, thanks to our producer Connor Pelton and Great Northwest Athletic Conference Commissioner Dave Hagland as well for their support. Next week, next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Time, our next edition of GNAC Insider. I'm already looking forward to it. I hope you are, too. So until next Tuesday, I'm Robert Lowry. You consider yourself a GNAC Insider. So long for now.
1: You've been listening to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACSports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.